You just have to start to build your resume for nobody else but you. Because when you start to look at things from a data perspective, you start to notice patterns, you start to notice trends, you start to notice, "Mm, I have not been able to overcome this challenge for months, for years, for decades. I don't know, but it's wild when you do. Welcome to You're Such a Catch. I'm Erin. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast player you're tuning in on. That way I know you like what you hear, you want more of it, and you also know every time an episode drops. Maybe you want more of me once a week isn't enough. Hop on over to You're Such a Catch Unfiltered for bonus episodes, personal blog posts, and some other goodies. Did y'all check your mailbox this week? Yes, if you're members only, I sent you an eggplant through the mail. From my home to yours with love. (laughs) So I have been thinking about a funny concept this week, okay? I want you to hear me out on this. What if the only way we were allowed to date is if we had a dating resume? That's wild, right? Just think think about this though. So I obviously am unemployed right now. If you've been following my journey, you know this. I am, you know, just living my best over here, but I need to build my resume. I need to, you know, add my last, you know, employer on there. I need to beef up my skill set. I need to really define my objective so that I can put myself back out there um, for whatever dream job I am looking for. But think about this. What if we had to have a resume for dating? I kid you not. This is a wild exercise. So think about it. It has to have your contact information. So ladies, this means the number has to work. You have to give a legitimate phone number because you want somebody to be able to reach out to you and to get back to you. Then you have to list your objective. Now, you have to get really specific because we all know that resumes aren't supposed to be, you know, several pages long. They're supposed to be condensed. They're supposed to be, you know, a reflection of our best work. And if somebody, you know, just took a glance at it, they'd be able to get a good idea of who we are and what we bring to the table. So your objective could be anything from you're looking for marriage, you're looking for love. Maybe you're looking for something short-term. Maybe you just want companionship. Maybe, men, are you listening? Maybe you just want to hook up. But you got to be real. You got to be honest with yourself. And the only way to enter the dating realm is to list an objective. That way, when somebody is looking for somebody else, they can, you know, kind of peruse those objectives and go, yep, that fits the bill or nope, I am not looking for that and move on to the next resume. Okay, so next up, you have to list your skill set. Maybe it's a summary of your skills. Maybe it's bullet points. I mean, this is where your personality is coming through, right? Are you a left brain person? Are you a right brain person? You don't have a lot of room here. This is your elevator speech on what you bring to the table, okay? 
uh, so don't be Googling, you know, so you can copy somebody else's because this skill set, what you bring to the table, what you're going to bring to this relationship or whatever that objective was of yours, this has to be unique to you. Okay. Now here's where it gets really juicy. Now you have to list your experience, your personal experience. And by that, I mean, yes, your exes. You have to list out every single relationship that you've been in, okay? (laughs) You could probably, you know, change the names to protect the innocent or the guilty, but you have to list, you know, a start date, so when the relationship started, and an end date. Now, some of you out there might be looking for an upgrade while you're currently in a relationship And if that's the case, you'd have to list present, you know, rather than an actual closing date of when that relationship ended. Now, here's where it gets really, really wild, okay? So after you list your ex's name and the date range in which you two were together, you need to list, you know, your roles and responsibilities from that relationship. Um... You know, maybe you want to boast about something you brought to the table. Maybe you improved your cooking skills, your skills in the bedroom in that relationship. Maybe you want to talk about, you know, how you became a better communicator. Maybe you and your significant other went to therapy and you learned some sort of skill set there that will make you a better catch, a better partner in the future. But you got to list these things out. Now, is your experience section several pages long? How many X's do you have, sis? (laughs) Are you noticing a pattern as you list your roles and responsibilities in each relationship? Are you noticing that maybe you tend to date the same type of men? Are you noticing that you turn a cheek to red flags. I don't know what the case may be, but you got to list it all here and somebody else is going to read that and call you out on your BS. So, you know, be honest, be open. Remember, you're trying to, you know, reel in the catch of your life and this is the only way to do it. Ah, all right. Now you have to list your achievements. So what is an achievement in a relationship? I don't know. Is this where we list if we've been married and also divorced? Is this where we list, um, you know, that you successfully dated somebody for a prolonged period of time? Maybe those aren't achievements. Maybe achievements are something within. Maybe it's, you know, um, you've been perfecting self. Maybe you've been working on yourself to put your best foot forward. I don't know, but you have to list your notable achievements. (sighs) You guys, wouldn't this be wild? Okay, the reason I want to talk about a dating resume is something has been driving me absolutely bonkers the last couple of weeks. And it doesn't matter if I'm talking to friends, if I'm reflecting on my own life, or I'm talking to other listeners. But we seem to think that we have to um, recycle (laughs) through the same people. 
Now, would we do that on a resume? Would we want to write down that we went back to the same employer multiple times? Uh, now, if our role changed, maybe, like maybe if it went from, you know, graduating from, oh, we're courting to, oh, we're in a relationship and I am now, you know, improving my title. I am now a girlfriend. And then, oh, I get another promotion and now I am married. Now I am a wife. Maybe that would be something that we would be okay with listing on our resume. But, you know, jumping from Steve to Bob back to Steve, um, yeah, I I don't know that we'd want to list that, right? Um, or would we want to have small gaps, big gaps in between, you know, these relationships? When you're looking at it through this perspective, it changes things, you know? Are we proud of what we bring to the table? Are we proud of the resume that we're presenting to the dating pool, And I don't know, I can't tell you what the answer is in your own personal life, but let me get back to what was really grinding my gears this week. So I Googled, there are 7.8 billion people in this world. Now, I don't know the ratio of males to females, and not everybody is looking for a heterosexual relationship, right? So maybe that's a, you know, Maybe that's not a valid, you know, statistic to know the differentiator. But so maybe that's not relevant in this conversation. But what is relevant is you don't have to recycle through the same dude, sis. And I need to hear this too, right? Because I think sometimes after a breakup, when we're not over a person, or maybe we are over a person, but it's only human nature to want to go back and to rehearse that relationship and to kind of hang on to the what ifs. What if we would have overcome that? What if things would have been different? What if I would have exp- what if I would have done this? Would we be together still? Would we have been able to make the jump from boyfriend and girlfriend to husband and wife? <sighs> but that is all the past. That is all your relationship history that you've listed on your resume. Now is time to go out into the dating pool where there are 7.8 billion people. (sighs) Now I get it. Some of those people are married right now, but a lot of those people are going to be going through a divorce (laughs) after the pandemic. And are you ready to put your best foot forward to meet them? And I don't know what that answer is. Only you can decide. But when you're preparing this resume and when you're self-reflecting on what you want to showcase to all the single men or all the single women out there, are you putting your best foot forward? What have you learned from your previous relationships? Maybe you're still stuck there and maybe you're not ready to enter the dating pool again. So before you build out that resume and you're trying to decide, you know, am I ready? Am I not? Well, one, if you're asking yourself, you probably aren't ready. (laughs) If you go out there and you you go for a rebound, you're going to have to list it on this resume. So maybe the answer, instead of, you know, hopping from guy to guy to guy, is to take a moment, take a pause, to let yourself feel. Because oftentimes during a breakup, we don't allow ourselves to feel because feeling hurts. This is why people, you know, 
cope with different things that numb the pain, alcohol, drugs, that type of thing. You know, sometimes even food is because we don't want to allow ourselves to feel because it's not fun. And I will tell you also, loneliness, okay? There's a difference from being alone and being lonely, okay? Being lonely is tough, okay? Let's just throw it out there. It is what it is. But learning to be alone and being okay with being by yourself in your own thoughts, being independent, being strong, being self-reliant, there's something so powerful about that. And if you are able to do that, you are only presenting a better self out there into the dating pool. You are only presenting a stronger person on that resume. Now, I'm not saying that you should (laughs) succumb to, you know, loneliness or isolation. And right now, it is a sensitive subject because we all have been isolating to some degree or another. We are still in a pandemic. It is still hard to be out there in the dating world during a pandemic Depending on what part of the country you live in, you know, things are vastly different. There are some areas where you may be able to go out and date relatively normally right now. There are other areas where you're still in isolation. Numbers are still growing. You know, we're still having to rely on alternative means for dating. And I don't know about you, but I am about fed up with dating apps. And I think it's because a lot of it is a false reality. People are representing themselves in ways that aren't really true to them. You don't really understand somebody's, you know, objective on a dating app. I mean, sometimes you can, but sometimes people are putting up a false front, like I just mentioned. And it's a lot harder to cycle through What's being controlled and manipulated by the actual dating platform, yes, you heard that right, manipulated, you know, give me 10 more bucks, I'll show your photo, I'll show your profile 40 more times. (laughs) I mean, you guys, you can't make this shit up. Or, I mean, I guess the alternative is you don't pay the $10 and you run the risk of the love of your life not seeing you. I don't know. So I like to be in a little bit more control. I like to meet somebody on my own terms. But in a pandemic, you don't always have that option. I mean, I've been trained to go out, you know, a couple times a week to, you know, dine outdoors, to just get out of the house. Because if we don't make a conscious effort, sometimes we'll just be stuck indoors. And I will tell you, that is not good for your mental health. So getting out is great. But when you look around, you're not surrounded, at least where I'm at, you're not surrounded by a bunch of single people looking to, you know, mix and mingle. You're surrounded by people in masks, people who are, you know, concerned about their health, people who, you know, are doing their part to flatten the curve, but they're not necessarily, you know, putting themselves out there like, hey, I'm here, I want to date, I'm open to it. Or, you know, you have that weird, um, if you thought approaching strangers before was weird, I never really did. But now it is weird because people are like, oh, you're too close, you're too this, you're too that, you know. 
And Lord help us, some of us haven't been waxed in a while, so we're growing unibrows and stuff. So yeah, I mean, the struggle is real. But let's get back to this dating resume. I mean, should we make this a thing? Should we make a dating resume? Um, You know, and what if I sent you a dating resume? Would that make you cringe or would you be like, ah, all right, I know everything I need to know about Aaron and everything I need to know to make a, you know, conscious decision about if I want to move forward in a relationship with her or not, or if I want to hook up with her or not, or if I want to fall in love or allow myself to fall in love with her or not. This is wild, you guys, and I think we should test it out. (sighs) So I want to know your thoughts. What are your thoughts on creating a dating resume? I also want to know your thoughts on breakups because here's the thing. Remember when I was talking about what was grinding my gears this week? It was that whole recycling of the same dude. Now, I think when we're in a pandemic, because this is uncharted waters for us all, sometimes that X, that comfort of, you know, knowing the devil that you're dancing with, is better than the unknown. There's a sense of safety and comfort there. So it makes it easy to reach back out to that person. Um, You already have rapport there. You already trust them to a certain degree, or maybe you don't trust them. um, And you should not, hello, red flag. You should not be reaching back out to them. But if there is a level of trust there, and if you have been mulling around in your brain those what ifs, or if you've been comparing every guy you've swiped, you know, either left or right on, if you've been comparing them to your ex, you're definitely not over him, sis. And I don't know what to tell you, but you gotta get over him because this whole recycle business, again, would you want to have the same? job, the same position, show up on your resume multiple times? No, the answer is no. So what do you do to get over him? What do you do to put yourself back out there, to dust yourself off? And that really boils down to confidence. And I think sometimes in a you know, sometimes in a relationship, sometimes during a breakup, we lose ourselves. We become defined by that relationship versus defined by who we are at our core. So instead of Aaron, I become Aaron and, you know, my boyfriend, the figment of my imagination. (laughs) Ah, but... In order to find that love, the love that we deserve, the respect that we deserve, the treatment that we deserve, we have to let go of that ex. So whatever that takes, and there are thousands of articles out there on the World Wide Web about breakups, how to get over them, but I'm going to tell you this. Yes, putting on music will help, but does it take the pain away? No. Drawing a bubble bath, doing a face mask, doing all these self-care things, are they fun? Do they feel good in the moment? Are they a short distraction from reality? Sure. But does it take the pain away? No. Diet and exercise, focusing on something that you can control, does it help? Does it make you feel better about yourself? Does it make you feel better 
physically? Probably. Does it take away the pain? No. Hanging on to mementos from your relationship is never good either. But if you did hang on to things and you do have the ability to reread those love letters you exchanged to reflect back on the moment in which you knew the relationship wasn't right anymore, if you have the ability, if you have the wherewithal to step outside from being in the thick of it, being in the emotion, and you can put that emotion to the side to look at that relationship and realize that it wasn't the right one, that is when you start to heal. That is when you can list an accolade, an achievement on that dating resume that you've survived a breakup and you're putting yourself back out there. Because I don't think I can sit back and watch my friends to hear stories from listeners that they're hung up on their ex and there's nobody else out there for them but that person. I don't know who needs to hear this, but he's not right for you. And there's somebody out there who is. There's somebody out there who is willing to give you their time, their love, their respect. You just got to find him. So maybe this week, as an exercise for you, you don't have to post it on LinkedIn, the dating version of LinkedIn. It doesn't exist. But if it did, you don't have to post it. You just have to start to build your resume for nobody else but you. Because when you start to look at things from a data perspective, you start to notice patterns. You start to notice trends. You start to notice, hmm, I have not been able to overcome this challenge for months, for years, for decades. I don't know, but it's wild when you do. If you want to see my dating resume, I have posted it on my website, youresuchacatch.com. Now, I have changed the names to protect the innocent or the guilty, (laughs) (laughs) But if you know me and you know my history, I'm sure you can connect the dots. I am telling you, this exercise is wild. You need to do it. You need to try it. Because at the end of the day, we cannot expect somebody else to provide all the things that we want if we aren't able to provide those ourselves. Okay, and if you are hung up on an ex, I also came across this poem, and I This poem spoke to me, I mean, just to the core. (sighs) But I think everybody has a love like this. One day you will meet someone who crashes into your bones like a wildfire, setting your heart ablaze, and together you will burn and spark and love until you wake up one morning beside the ashes of what was. However, it won't end there. For just as wood still holds an ember long after a blaze, you will always taste forest fires in the back of your throat whenever you hear their name. Uh, That's from Seeds Planted in Concrete by Bianca Sparacino. You need to let go of the relationship where you taste forest fires in the back of your throat whenever you hear their name. And the YSC community says, Amen. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, guys. I hope that this episode reminds you that you are such a catch. You know, your dating resume, as much as I'm joking and making light of it, and it is humorous to, you know, run through this exercise, you are such a catch. You do deserve the love that you're looking for. And I have no doubt in my mind that you will get it. If you need any help with that resume, feel free to reach out. You can reach me at Erin at you'resuchacatch.com. And don't forget to check out my resume. All right, guys. I hope everybody has a wonderful week. Happy swiping. And don't do anything I wouldn't do, which uh, doesn't leave much there for (laughs) exploration. All right. Bye, guys. (laughs) 